Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 million years from now, but right now to live that life you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's not just about getting rich, it's about living a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you have a greater ability to create a ripple effect through the lives of others. Guys, I'm so proud to be a Rippler with you today. Appreciate you guys that have been tuning in. You've been binging and sharing our episodes. And even more importantly, you've been implementing the things that you've been learning, hopefully in a good way, not in a way that's actually uh, destructive. But I would imagine if you're implementing things from this show, it's a good thing for sure. As a reminder, be sure to go check out our YouTube channel and subscribe today, the Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. If you haven't done so, go there and subscribe. Not only do you get these podcasts, but we have several other videos, including video shorts, little tidbits of information and things that you can follow along with and consume like crazy. So go check that out. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys. So my special guest today is someone I've actually been friends with for several years. And I'll tell you, as over the years, what I've seen is that he is the guy that gets things done. I got to tell you, like I just said earlier in this show, many of you get all this information. You probably listen to tons and tons of podcasts, if not just this one. And the problem is, is that when you listen to these things, often the difference between understanding and getting the results, there can be a big gap, especially if you don't know how to implement on those things. And that's the thing with my guest here today with Blaine Elkers, who is the America's only chief results officer, right? This guy is all about getting action, getting it done and getting results, which I am a huge fan of because we always are talking about how to actually get results. And that's where I really want to bring him on today is how do you get better results in your life? And it doesn't just have to be financially. It could be in any aspect or area of your life to be able to get those results where you start to live that life of your dreams today. So Blaine, welcome to our show. Hey, hey, Chris, thank you for having me on. I am so happy to be here. And like you said, we've known each other for a number of years. So we met through a mastermind group. And I just want to say thank you for having me on, but also thank you for kind of having the heart of the servant, right? You're out there helping people. I know you retired more than once and you kind of don't have to do what you do, but you decide to do it because you feel like you're here on the planet to help other people and to create those I call them results ripples for other people. And I like that it's in multiple areas 
of your life. So we met through the mastermind, but you're in some 30-day challenge groups with me. Mm-hmm. I see you, especially on the physical side. I'm in awe of the speed at which you can run the mile and run that many miles in a row at that speed. You're excellent kind of a example, like you lead by example. So I appreciate that, but I am happy to be here today. And hopefully we can impart a results ripple onto some of the listeners today so that they too can get a little bit more done. And like you said, there's this gap here. Information is not transformation. And I almost feel like we kind of almost don't need much more information as we do implementation of you actually getting yourself to do the things that you know will produce valuable doneness for you, whatever that is. It's very personalized. I call that personal implementation. So that's what I've been kind of studying for a long period of time and honing and refining. And most of the stuff we'll talk about today is self-evident. You give it a little try, you're going to find that it'll work for you almost immediately. Yeah. That's a good good point You know, when you bring up about implementation, because I remember there was a Shaolin master that said, I fear the man that's practiced a punch 10,000 times versus the one that's practiced 10,000 moves one time, right? And it's not just about getting a widespread of information, but how you actually implement and master what you've learned. And I want to know, how did you even become like the chief results officer? What was the inspiration behind that? Yeah. So one of the things I am, and maybe many of the listeners could relate to this is I've always kind of been a little bit of a seeker looking for knowledge, trying to figure out how to better myself, you know, and I've always also like you kind of had this heart of a servant. Like I, I always wanted to serve. And, and back in college, I went back in the eighties who dating myself here. I went to Purdue, graduated from Purdue university, I actually met my wife there. So we've been married uh, 30 years now, make sure I get that right. So anyway, but back in college, I actually saw this little ad for an audio tape about a book called Thinking rich, which I had not heard of. And it was actually Earl Nightingale went on to become a mentor of mine, but he was reading an abridged version of Think and Grow Rich. And so you've heard of that book, obviously. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so in that book talks about think and grow rich. Now the rich can be money. He talks about money, but it can be anything you want, harmony, better relationships, a better physical body, like anything that you desire. And I realized later I called it white table, what you think about, you bring about. And so that was kind of the genesis of me kind of taking control of my life and realizing that it's not what happens that, that, you know, determines your life future. It's kind of what you do about what happens. And so that was kind of a moment of dawning comprehension for me. And later on, that book went on to to influence me even more. And I was able to create businesses that didn't have any daily operations. And kind of a pivotal time for me, actually, when my son was, I was working a corporate job and my son was one year old and I come back from a business trip and he kind of gave me the cold shoulder. I'm like, hey, Beth, what's going on here? And she says, well, you were gone so long. He kind of forgot who you were. And I was like, what? I mean, that really kind of hit me hard. And that night I made this clarifying decision that I would be a work from home dad, no matter what, like I was going to put my total focus on that and not even look at anything that wouldn't be something I could work from home. So that was the start of kind of my results journey is figuring that stuff out. Took me a year, but that was 27 years ago. I became that work at home dad. Now the kids are gone. We had two kids. They're out of the nest now. But what that did is that gave me a lot of time. Once I got free of the job, that gave me a lot of time. That had a big ripple effect in my whole life and gave me more time to study people. So I went on, uh, Jim Rohn was a famous guy that became a big mentor to me, but I started learning as much as I could about that and helping other people. And so people who had mastermind groups, like the one that we met in, they came to me and they said, Hey, look, would you come and help members get results? And so now for the last decade, I've been helping business owners get results personal. So it's personal implementation, you, you getting stuff done, the most valuable things for you. So I went on and I 
did, you know, kind of trademark the phrase and started developing tools and systems and master classes. And actually a lot of it is experiential. So super results kind of days. So create all that stuff and I do it and I love it and it passes the Powerball test. So some people say, well, what's the Powerball test? So the Powerball test is if you won the Powerball, which is this big lottery, $500 million, you win that. And once you win that, you're very excited. Now you have to pay taxes. Talk to Chris about how to minimize those taxes probably, but, <laughs> but you have to pay taxes on it. And then let's say you spend a year celebrating, taking care of the kids, setting up the trust funds, buying everybody, whatever, buying your chief results officer, a new car of his choice, you know, all these big things, but you do that for a year and a year goes by. And then you've done all that, all the partying, all that stuff. There's nothing else for you to do. And you wake up a year later, you still have 200 million in the bank. What would you do with your life then? So basically you have unlimited resources. And it's interesting that in a workshop setting, 90% of the people will say, I would help people blank. Now the blank's different for everybody, but it would be about helping other people. So the Powerball test is, would you still do what you do? And so for me, like I would still be doing this podcast. I would still help people take control of their lives by taking control of themselves, even if I won the Powerball, right? So I'm doing something that we call pass the Powerball test. And there've been points in my life where what I was doing didn't pass the Powerball test. And so then I knew I had to change and I had to do something to move and pivot in a direction back towards that thing. So, and for you, someone who's retired twice, I assume you, you know, beyond the money, you enjoy helping people at some level. Yeah. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing here. Right. I asked myself like the same question is money were no issue in my life. What would I spend my time doing? And it was a hard question to ask in the beginning. It was really tough for me to come up with an answer because I remember the first answer I came up with almost was almost more of a social norm type answer is more of, oh, I travel more. And I remember the friend that asked me that question said, really, Chris, you're going to travel 52 weeks out of the year. <laughs> realistically, what are you going to do the other 40 weeks out of the year? And I was stumped. And I was like, well, maybe I'll teach ballroom dancing, right? Or something like that. And teaching was always the thing that kept coming up. And that's kind of why I'm here doing what I'm doing right now. Not ballroom dancing, obviously. We're teaching about money, right? It's yeah. true. It's such a powerful question to ask. Yeah. And that's why I say kind of a year out, right? A year to get all that other stuff that you want to do. And you maybe want to travel, maybe you want to sit on the beach. You do all that stuff. Take a year to do that. But then, like you said, you're going to come back around to a little bit more towards your purpose and maybe right. kind of what is divinely given to you or what gifts were given to you that just feels so good when you're using them. The time, you know, you forget about how long you spent on it because you really just get into that flow of doing it. So that's kind of a little bit of a longer story than maybe you wanted, but that's how I ended up here as the chief results officer. Yeah. I know one thing you said to me that piqued my attention was always hear the thing. It takes 21 days to even just break a habit and then another month or so to try to create a new one. You're saying instead of taking 21 days, you can do it 21 seconds. How is that possible? Yeah. So the thing that I like is that I have a company called Self-Fluence, the art and science of influencing yourself. The fact is that and I often say that we're powered by self-fluence, meaning that you already know how to do these things. And like, let's talk about creating habits. You are already a habit master and it may be just you realizing that and kind of tapping into that. So they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. That's false. I'm sorry. Somebody lied to you, you know? So if you could, let me ask you this question. So, so if you could create a new habit in 21 seconds, a new habit in my life, a physical habit or work habit, or what kind of habit are you looking to create? I think for me, a good habit would be to avoid snacking at night, especially after like eight or 9 PM, just to be able to say, Hey, let's break that chain. So now that is something different. 
which we could also get into. So bad habit elimination is a whole nother topic. So we can get into that. But new habit creation, when you're creating a new habit, I figured out something that I call the 21 second habit. And so the way I stumbled upon it was that my wife, she was having nearly daily migraine headaches. And so the doctors mm-hmm. said, look, here's this journal thing. You got to fill this out. Like, so when you get the migraine, like did you eat, what was the weather like? Was there all these different things that she had to track? And she'd do it for yeah. a few days and then she'd lose the logbook, right? Or she couldn't find the logbook. Then she'd have a migraine. I'd ask her, where's the logbook? And that's just not the right thing to do. I realized that very quickly. But what we did is we realized, I realized that she needed to fill this out every day. And so we realized that she was a habit master at brushing her teeth. So we took the headache log and a pen and we put the toothbrush and the toothpaste on top of it. Now, every time she brushed her teeth, she was a twice a day and brushing for two minutes, like a dentist said, she would fill out the log and she went from can't do it for three or four days to like 90 days in a row. And so the key there was what I call habit linking. So habit linking is where you link the new habit to an existing habit. So for me, I had two new habits that I wanted to start. One was a Bible app that I wanted to make sure I, I read every day. And the other one was that I wanted to take a mind shower every day. So now people wash the physical body, but I wanted to wash my mind. And so I use an app. There's a couple of different apps that I use, but Headspace is one is an example. It's like a meditation breathing app, but you can use that time to kind of wash away kind of the head trash from the day before. So I I do it every morning, but those were two new habits that I wanted to start. And so what I realized is that in the morning, I was a habit master at this device right here. The smartphone in the morning, there wasn't a morning that has gone by that I didn't look at that phone. I was already a habit master at checking my phone. Now, so what I did is I took all the apps off the front page, except for those two apps. And I put them there and I said, when I open the phone, I have to do those two apps before I can do anything else on that phone. Now, this is kind of an advanced part of the technique of the 21 second habit is if you can surf an urge to want to do something else. Like in my wife's case, she can't go to bed with that gritty feeling on her teeth. She was surfing that urge. For me, I wanted to check any orders come in. Did my kids text me? What's going on in the world? Like all these things I want to know, right? But I can't do that until I do those two apps. And so the nice thing about those apps is they track, they track how many days in a row you do. So right now, as of today, I think I'm at like 1,477 days in a row without missing that habit. So you want to talk about consistency. And so when you link the habit like that, and then you start to have this unbreakable chain of success, your mentally, your self-confidence goes up physically, chemically in your brain. You feel good every time you do that habit and the streak gets longer and longer and longer and bigger and bigger and bigger. But the idea is to link it to something you're already doing. Another example, just a couple of weeks ago, I'm really into next day planning. Like I think that you really need to plan your day. If you're not planning your day, it's like getting on the airplane and there's no pilot. And you look Mm -hmm. over there and you look in and you say, flight attendant, hey, there's no pilot. Yeah, we don't have a pilot today. Like how long are you going to sit on that plane? You're not, but that's what you're doing every day when you wake up without a plan. So next day planning. And so there's this lady, she's an attorney and she said, I want to start this new habit of planning my day. And I said, look, start simple piece of paper and a pen, just jot down a few things you want to get done that day. And I said, what is something that you do without fail every single morning? She says, I have a cup of coffee. I said, do you ever miss a day? No. If I miss a day, I'm a really bad person. So I said, look, here's the deal. You have to do the list 
before you can have that first sip of coffee, or you agree to drink the coffee while you're making the list. But either right. way, it's tied to something you're ready a habit master at, number one. And then number two, if you can surf some kind of an urge, the desire for the cup of coffee or the desire for me to check my phone or my wife's desire to brush your teeth. If you can surf an urge, then it's super powerful. And so time after time after time, people are able now to create a new habit by linking it, habit linking to the existing habit and then surfing an urge. I also say some tips here is to start simple, start with just one habit, just to kind of get used to it. Try to to make the resistance as low as possible. It's like if it's a big habit like exercise, then maybe you get the clothes out the night before or something like that. Mm -hmm. But try to make it as small as possible and be sure to kind of like win early and win often, I like to say. So example, like exercise. Someone says, well, I want to start exercising 30 minutes a day. I say, okay, that's good. Let's put that in there, but let's habit link something that's going to make sure you win. So how about three minutes of exercise before you get in the shower? You've got that time. If you don't have that time, then give me five push-ups. call that your workout. You know, psychologically, right. you want to win and then you build up bigger and bigger, bigger things. You know a lot about these 30-day challenges. You are very self-disciplined and you have pretty good, except for snacking at night, you have pretty good willpower, but this linking doesn't take any willpower. So it's nice that you can create these new habits. You don't need any willpower. You just link it to that existing habit. Exactly. Man, this is awesome stuff. 30 day challenge. Like I really look forward to that each morning. Sometimes you get towards the end of the challenges when they get really challenging. You get to the end of the month thinking, oh boy, now we got 80 bicep curls coming up today. That's going to be tough, you know, but no, I love them. I really look forward to it because, and now I've created a habit every morning I wake up, I actually go and, and one of the first things I do is check the challenge. Like, okay, what am I doing today? What's happening? And, and now it's a habit. Now I do it every day and, and, uh, and you've seen that. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, awesome it's stuff. I really yeah. appreciate it. Uh, if people want to follow you, be able to interact or anything, let's just really learn how to do this. Cause I think this is essential for consistent, not just habits, but consistent results too. What's the best way for them to follow you? Probably the best, the easiest thing is about five years ago, I, I did a TEDx talk. And mm-hmm. so I talk about this concept of white table, what you think about, you bring about, I share like a very elegant, simple way to program your mind with your top goal, maybe 60 to hundred times a day. So and it's kind of cool. So the easiest thing is just go to blainetedx.com. So B-L-A-I-N-E-T-E-D-X.com, blainetedx.com. Mm-hmm. And there you can opt in. You can get a copy of my TEDx talk. You get a transcript of it. And then also we'll be connected. You'll get some emails more about me, but then you can just connect to me directly. And then you'll kind of get access to articles. You could ask me, I have a whole guide. I have a guidebook about creating new habits, which you know nice. outlines this technique and then gives you all the things like there's things you do more than once a day that you can link mm-hmm. to. There's things you only do once a day, like get up or get dressed. Then there's yeah. things that you do weekly, monthly, yearly. So there's like a large list to kind of help you kind of connect up those habits as well as a whole bunch of other kind of results stuff. But that's why I'm here on the planet. I hope I can create kind of a results ripple in your life. And that's what kind of turns me on these days is to help people to have that kind of moment of dawning comprehension. Like, hey, I could do this. I can start that new habit, drink more water, whatever the case may be. And then, yeah, maybe some other time I can come back and we can talk more about time management or bad habit elimination, some cool things around that as well. Awesome. Be sure to put blaintedx.com in the show notes for people or everybody, if you're just willing to take action right now, just go to blaintedx.com right now. Go check that out and get signed up for all that for those free resources. That's really fantastic and, and very generous of you, Blaine. Really appreciate that. 
Yeah, excellent. Well, I appreciate being on the show. And I just want to say thank you to you. And I hope your listeners know how special they get to have you on these podcasts. And look, this is work to put this stuff together, to put these ideas together, to put these shows together, and then to put it together in this kind of a format, right? In this format where it's going to live online forever, you know, I want you to know that you are most likely touching lives not yet even born. There's somebody that's not even born yet that has the opportunity to listen to this, whatever, 50 years from now and get some guidance. A lot of the stuff that you have is timeless. You're going to be creating ripples for a long time. So Chris, thank you for doing what you do. And, and it's honored to be here today. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Everybody, you know, this is the thing. This is what we want is implementation, real results so that you can create a bigger ripple effect to the lives of others. And so appreciative of Blaine to do that. Hey, and like you said, there's episodes of the show. Maybe you start you know, try to have it linked together with your bathroom trip and you think of money ripples, right? I mean, that's kind of gross, but you could always do that. So uh, (laughs) whatever it is, we appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, make sure you go and make it a process week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.